It is time. How much does it actually cost to start a premium apparel brand? All right, and welcome to another Iron Pulse podcast. This is our third time trying to record this intro. Adobe Audition is deciding that it doesn't want to work. The 2021 version is going through some minor glitches and some just stupid bug stuff technology. And this is what we pay for. We're going to be talking about money today. And this is what we pay for. We pay for a product that doesn't work. And if you know anything about Adobe and the creative suite, you know that it's expensive. Uh, it's expensive. So we're going to we're going to get into those prices um, coming up here in a few minutes. But Kyle and I, we get this question posed to us a lot of times. How much does it cost to start an apparel brand? How much does it cost to start your company? While Kyle and I keep the numbers pretty close to our chest in terms of what it's actually costing us, because uh, we're about to start drinking rainwater, um, we will give you a ballpark as to what you can expect to pay. Um, yeah, Kyle, so I mean, we can kind of get into it if you would like to start with the startup costs. Let's start with the startup costs for owning a business. Yeah. Um, so it, the numbers that we're going to be going over today are very specific to clothing and apparel. So, you know, I mean, some of these will probably be pretty, um, you know, generic across the board in terms of what you're doing, but like, for example, the LLC formation prices, you know, if you're going to incorporate any business, whatever it is, you'll probably come across the similar pricing, but when it comes to production costs and things like that, those will be, um, clothing specific, but, um, yeah, with every business, it's important to fully incorporate that way, you know, everything is legally documented. Um, it's just kind of good to have everything, have all your ducks in a row legally on the back end. Um, <clears throat> so that was one of the first, uh, major costs that we had starting this apparel company. Um, and with LLC formation, you know, you have to have lawyers look over things and you have to get things, um, yeah, you got to get the, printed proper. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing is we didn't want to go with some online, you know, just some online filing and some online remittance. Um, we wanted to actually have our attorney because we have attorneys. We want to have our attorneys look at everything. We want to have our attorneys file everything because I don't trust like LegalZoom or any of those other sites that it's just a one stop shop for generic bullshit. In my opinion, I've, I've done research time and time again. I've talked to attorneys from literally all over the States and Canada and London um, and a few in Europe. So it's not, you know, they, they've said that it's not the worst thing, but when it comes to staying up to date and staying compliant with everything, they're not the best. So, if uh, you know, if I would say if you want to take that route, it's going to cost you a lot less to use something like LegalZoom. Um, or ink file, but I would also just tell you to, you know, proceed at your own risk because it, it can right. be a so you, might, you might be able to save money with some of those sites, but in the long run, if something happens, you might end up paying even more just because it wasn't done properly. Um, so with LLC formation, if you want it done the proper way, it'll probably cost you about three to six thousand dollars from from a lot of the yeah. that we collected and everything like that. Yeah, to tailor your specific situation, but you're gonna. It depends on your attorney because it could cost you three grand. It could cost you ten grand. It, you know, there. 
everybody, you know, everybody asks for a different amount. Everybody has a different hourly rate. Do you need contracts? You need an EIN, but you can get an EIN off the IRS website for free by yourself. Like I went and did for um, our company, or you could pay somebody to do it and they, they could charge you their hourly rate. They could charge you 70 bucks, 125 bucks, you know, 200, 300, $400. It's how much are you willing to learn? Because the more that you're willing to learn, the more money it's going to save you because you can go and do this stuff yourself. And Kyle and I are having this conversation right now with sales tax licenses because it's we need sales tax licenses out here in Colorado. We need it for the state, the county, the city. Colorado is just it's a it's literally a pit for sales tax. Um, one of the worst states for collecting. And we need licenses all over. And the licenses can range from $0 to $100. Uh, some of them need renewed, some of them don't need renewed. So that's going to, you know, that's going to cost you as well. But that applies to anybody as well. Because if you're, if you're selling any tangible item, you're going to need a sales tax permit. And if you're selling like alcohol or marijuana, whatever the case may be nowadays, you're also going to need other licenses to help you stay compliant. So there's a lot of permits and license fees that you're going to have to take into account as well, which is why we would recommend getting an accountant, having a CPA on hand. I don't, I'm not saying that you need one on a retainer um, per se, but because Kyle and I, we only use our accountant right now just to file our taxes. And the other questions outside of that, we take it upon ourselves to look it up and we're better for it. It helps save us money in the long run. But just real quick, back to the legal side of things, you could have trademarks, you could have copyright fees. Trademarks could run you anywhere from you know $500 to $1,000, depending on how many you want. That, that would, a 500 would probably cost you one, 1,000 would two, you can do the math. And um, copyrights are, the last time I filed one, I believe it was 70 bucks. So I don't know if that's changed because it's been uh, it's been a year or two, but you're going to have that as well. And there's just there's a lot of legal ramification, legal fees that come into play here just to make sure that you're compliant and tailored to your situation. And that's what that's what Kyle and I, we went the attorney route and more so than just going on to LegalZoom and finding some customer service agent to walk us through our formation. Right. So all things said and done, when you're going through all the contracts and everything and getting everything set up legally, you're looking anywhere from eight to ten thousand dollars, probably maybe a little bit more, depending on, you know, who you're who you're contracting with. Like Cam said, um, everybody's going to have a different rate. But right. Could be more, could be less. Um, yeah, it just depends on your situation and how complex your situation is, because the more time that it's going to take somebody to file the paperwork, the more hours they rack up and the more hours they rack up, the more money they is coming out of your pocket. Yep. So from there, you know, from the startup costs, you know, we made our way into looking at some, looking at the website, looking at just different software. So Kyle, let's hop down to talking about the website and the software, and then we're going to get into our products and what it could cost you to actually make a product from start to finish. Sure. Yeah, so with the with the websites, you know, there's tons of different free resources you could use. Like you could create a free website on Wix and things like that. Really depends on how complex you're looking to go and how you want that user experience to be. So, if, you know, Cam and I, for example, we went with a custom website build. Um, and there's, you know, I'm sh there's tons of different software building companies out there. I'm sure you could find someone who does that, you know, as a freelance job. Um, but if you want it done the right way with design phases, um, testing phases and everything like that to make sure everything is good and up to date on the back end, probably cost you anywhere from two to three thousand dollars. 
Right. And, you know, it could run you more than that. It could run you close to five. And, you know, it depends on how much experience your dev has, because you could go on Fiverr or Upwork and find somebody for a couple hundred bucks. But don't be pissed when they come back with some template with your name on it. You know, that's you. you, you, Honestly, you get what you pay for. And that's just that's just the truth about it. And I'm not you know, I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. Kyle's not here to sugarcoat anything. And with the website, you're going to need a privacy policy. You're going to need terms of use. And that gets that's where your attorney comes in again. You're going to have to pay a couple hundred per document, um, you know, depending on how much they have to tailor to your situation. And they're going to do what it takes to make sure that your website's compliant and make sure that you're um, releasing the information that you're collecting in terms of like the cookies that you use, you know, per the website. But that's going to be changing in a few years here based off of Google's latest announcement of getting rid of cookies within the next three years. It's I don't see them phasing it out anywhere soon. But there are different you just need to take into consideration because there are different web browsing platforms, right? You have you have Google, you have Bing, you have DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo doesn't collect anything, right? So you don't really need to worry about that. But your website's not going to only be found on DuckDuckGo. It's just fun to say you're going to have Bing and you're going to have Google as well. So making sure that you're on, you know, you're remitting and making your customer group aware of all the stuff that you're collecting via third parties because you're going to have analytics. That's just, you know, unless you don't want to collect the analytics um, and not know who your demographic is and who your target audience is, then if you don't look at it from that side of things, then that's, you know, that's on you. Uh, Kyle and I, we do look at analytics. We do look at, you know, Google. We do look at Bing um, and we look at Instagram, Facebook, like all the stuff that, you know, we see on our dashboard to see who our customer group is. So, okay. All right. So with the website build, it depends on what platform you're using as well, because you could use Webflow, you could use WooCommerce, you could use Shopify, you could use BigCommerce. Uh, There's a ton of different hosts that you can use. And those prices are going to vary significantly because um, with those prices, they're going to change depending on their platform, whether you do like e-commerce or you just have a business website, you're not even selling retail. The prices are going to vary significantly. And with that as well, you know, you're going to have your domain fee, which comes at around $12 a year. And this is just your, your URL that you're paying for, whether you use like Google, GoDaddy, um, you know, there's a bunch of different sites out there where you could get a domain name. Kyle and I, we use Google. And I, I, we use Google for both Iron Pulse and for Nebulos, but that comes in at 12 bucks a year. So that's not a big hit. But with that, everything does pile up. And speaking of piling up, if you want to use plugins, you know, for your website, those come at a cost too. There's always a price for a plugin unless you try to use the free version. And usually the free version is pretty limited. And if you want the best stuff, then you're going to have to start paying monthly and or annually. Or if you're lucky, maybe just a small one-time fee depending on the plugin. But um, just Kyle could talk a little bit about, you know, the, the, um, the stuff that we do use in terms of like Podbean, we do use QuickBooks, we have Microsoft licenses and we do use Adobe. 
But before we get into what we actually use, you know, there are a few other costs that you may incur just for taxes, for tax purposes. If you use TaxJar, if you use Avalaria, if you have, like I said before, your CPA, then those are going to run you some costs as well. As for shipping and logistics, you could use ShipStation, Shippo, Shipping Easy, Shopify. Um, if you use, if you have a Shopify platform and you're using Shopify shipping, that Shopify shipping is already included in your Shopify platform. However, if you're using a third party like ShipStation, Shipping Easy, Shippo, Pirate Ship, whatever the case may be, that's going to run you a any, anywhere from like a per label cost or a monthly cost. Um, there's a bunch of different platforms on that, but we'll let Kyle talk about this, the items that we are using for right now. Thank you, Cam. Hey, you're welcome. Dude. <laughs> so, um, like Cam mentioned, they're really the only two that we use as of right now where it stands are um, Podbean, QuickBooks, well, I guess three, and the Microsoft licenses. And then we might have a couple integrations in, or plugins for the Shopify, depending on you know what our needs might be. Um, but with Podbean, you know, we have a podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, and we you need in order to have one, you need a host site that feeds into all those other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Um, and there's a lot of different host sites. The one that we currently use and that we enjoy using, it's easy for us, um, is Podbean. And they have monthly plans or you can pay on a yearly basis, which is about $100. Uh, and then the other one we have is QuickBooks, which helps us kind of keep our ducks in our line when it comes to expenses and what we're paying. So come tax season, uh, you know, we're not scrambling to try to find receipts or try to remember what, you know, X cost was. Um, it really helps kind of keep things clean uh, in that aspect when it comes to taxes. Uh, and we, right. um, you know, that'll pay or that'll cost you anywhere from, you know, whatever their monthly fee is, which is around $30. Yeah. And on the Adobe side of things, like the issues that we're running into right now, it's $34 for a single app for Creative Cloud. Um, it's $80 just like per seat, per license, um, if you want to get everything. So the costs are going to add up. Kyle and I, what we would recommend you do is prioritize. And if you can afford to pay annually, more than likely that's going to save you like 20, 30% in total instead of going month to month. Right. So if you can afford to do that, great. But like I first mentioned and what we would recommend is to prioritize, pay for what you are actually going to need. Like, you know, if, if you don't need your website right now, when you're first starting, then great. Don't go paying for a monthly plan for a retail website when you're not even selling anything. Maybe get a dev license to host a launch page, yeah. but that's it. You don't need to be, you know, you don't need to be incurring all these costs right away. Um, and that's just going to drain your bank account even faster. And your burnout's going to be pretty quick. You're going to watch that bank account diminish significantly. And speaking of bank accounts, I know we had talked a little bit about the bank account deposit of what you would need to start your business account, your business checking, your small business checking, whatever the case would be. Anyway, with that, this is going to vary per bank because each bank has a different threshold for what you need to have in the accounts in terms of the total amount wise before you start incurring fees. Okay. So like Kyle and I, we put uh, some, you know, a few thousand dollars in there just to stay above the limit so that we're not incurring any fees. We make sure that it doesn't dip below a certain amount for our business account. And, you know, we just keep feeding it. Right. We just feed it. <laughs> Every time we feed it, our soul just we leaves our body a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Feed it like a fat baby. But, 
Yeah, we love it though. I mean, it's it's an investment. You got to be willing to invest in yourself and in your company if you want to see any return. And Kyle and I, we made a joke, or Kyle made a joke before we started this, and he was like, you know, I swear if anybody asks me if I'm making, you know, if I'm doing this for a quick buck, I'm going to show them my current bank account and what we spent on this company. And it's just, I mean, it's true. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, we've we've been at this for over a year with the only cash flow being outflow. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, I think that's um, probably the hardest thing too, is like, you know, depending on what your business is, it definitely helps if you have a side hustle that's bringing in money as you work on something maybe that's bigger. But when you're like us trying to start something with no physical product to sell and it's, you know, over a year of just expenses, they, they sure do add up. You, yeah, you got to love what you're trying to do and believe full heartedly in what you're trying to do. Otherwise, you're not going to sit there and keep put, putting money and feeding money and pissing it away. Right. You just won't do it. It's the same thing like with a diet, right? If you don't like the diet that you're on, you're not going to stick to it. You're going to hate it and go back to what you were doing originally. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back into some of the costs. So now we can talk about the product costs and everything that comes with it. So Kyle, take it away, brother. <laughs> So one of the, uh, there's a lot of costs when it comes to producing an item and it's, yeah, a lot of these costs that came up were ones that we didn't really even think would be something we'd have to end up paying for or, you know, evaluate. Um, but one of the, if you're going to be designing clothing, the most important piece to doing that is the tech pack or the design pack. Um, that's the information and pretty much the blueprint that will you'll give to the factory for them to start producing. Um, and if you're going to be producing a tech pack, usually you need a design team. And if you have a design team, awesome. If not, you have to outsource and try to find a company that will create a design pack for you. Um, that'll cost anywhere from three to five hundred dollars. Uh, per item design. Uh, reason being is you go through multiple design phases where they give you a sketch, you review it, say change this, this, and this. They go back to the design team, change the things up, come back to you. So it's a back and forth process. And then at the end, uh, when it's all said and done, you'll have a blueprint to give to the factory and they'll know the exact measurements of every um, you know, every piece of the uh, clothing, they'll know, you know, all the stitching and everything like that. So it's a pretty extensive design process. Yeah. To what Kyle, to, you know, snowball off what Kyle originally said, um, he had talked about not being able to know all the costs that are going to come about and just being hit left and right with some fees that we weren't really expecting. And we've talked about this before, and it's, I'm glad Kyle brought it up again because it's it's honestly like it's like a game show. You go on a game show expecting to win a prize, and you look behind door number one. You pick door number one f just for you to realize that you got to pay like three hundred dollars for your seat on that game show. Right. Like it's you know it's ridiculous. You you think that um, you're in the clear, and you think that you're going to be making some progress, and everything's good, and you don't owe any more money. Instead, you're going to start making money, and next thing you know, you get an invoice that says blah blah blah, you owe this, and 
Yeah, good times. But uh, we've we've had that time and time again. But you can't account for everything. There, like Kyle said, there's miscellaneous expenses. If you want to make the end user experience you know, a one of a kind, if you want people to remember you when they order your product, you're going to be willing to put forth some miscellaneous expenses to have in that packaging, right? So like you could have package add-ins, you could have your overall packaging because Kyle and I, we have, you know, we have our poly millers, we have our zip bags, like we've paid to brand the packaging. Everything's custom that we're doing here. So, you know, there's added fees with that. And, and that stuff can cost you anywhere from, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Well, it depends on what your MOQ is and how much you want, but that could, you know, let's say 400 to 2000 $3,000, depending on how much you're ordering. Yeah. And that's for your poly mailers and then five, 500 to 1500 for your, your sleeves, you know, depending if you want sleeves. To Product begin with. sleeves, meaning and we're like what you put the product yeah. in, not actual sleeves on the clothes. <laughs> yeah, no, the sleeves on clothes might run you a little bit more than 500 bucks. Right. But we can, yeah, we can get into that fun side, the tech packs and the tech pack costs. Um, Kyle had talked a little bit about the tech packs and from the tech packs you get into the bulk production. So Kyle, would you like to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Actually, before we get into that, you know, you, after you have the tech pack, you're going to want to sample um, the product. So you can go through as many sampling phases as you want. But each time you sample, it's usually anywhere from, you know, 50 to 120 bucks. And it just depends on, you know, what it is that you're making, the complexity of it, um, how much the shipping costs. So uh, it's, you know, it's kind of a tough fine line because you you got to make the most of each sample, meaning you have to put it through the ringer in terms of wearing it around, putting it in the washer and the dryer, um, doing all these kind of things that you would normally do wear and tear with clothes and try to get the samples, you know, as good as you can get them in, you know, less than two to three rounds. Um, and then once it's good, then you can move on to the bulk production and typically a factory will ask for 50% of the fame, 50% of the payment up front, and then the other 50 once everything's been produced. Um, main reason for that is it gives them a little bit of collateral as they start producing X amount of clothes, however many you're asking them to make. Um, and then the other reason is they'll have some sort of attainment measure. They might produce a little bit more, they might produce a little bit less, and you know whichever side of the spectrum they're on, they'll adjust that final price cost um, for the ending payment, whatever the last 50% of that payment is. Right. And, you know, Kyle and I would also recommend and give our advice for not wasting money on sampling a ton. Unless things are completely astray and they're not how you want it, we would say sample once. And then if your company will give you a second sample for free, great, depending on who your manufacturer is. Um, more than likely, you'll have to pay another price, another cost to have it. But you'll go into what's called a pre-production sample and from there you get another sample for free before moving into bulk production nine out of ten times um like like you know like i said like with a lot of this stuff it's going to vary for a manufacturer um, a lot of these numbers we're, we're giving numbers based off of what we've encountered um but they could be less they could be more depending on what the quality and the experience you want to give your customers if you want to give a you know great item great quality 
great website, you know, make sure that you're compliant with the states and all that fun stuff, then yeah, it's going to cost you. If you want to just do some generic shit, just slap a ironed logo on some like Hanes t-shirt and whatever you want to do because that's all you can afford, well then make the most of it. But if you can afford more than that, but you're just in it for the quick buck and you want to have less, you know, less startup expenses, then you're in the wrong fucking industry because people are going to sniff that out. They're going to sniff you out and they're going to come for you. And when they come for you, you're not going to have a pot to piss in and a leg to stand on because they're going to beat you down in social media nowadays. So that's just my rant on that side of things. If you, if you want it and you, you want to pay for it and you want to give a great experience, then go for it. Don't let anything stop you from doing that. Yeah, Kyle, I'm fired up, man. <laughs> I'm fired up. Yeah. Fired up. And again, like all these costs that we're we're looking at and that we're talking about, these are for, like Cam said, like they're they're not, you know, wholesale products where they're already produced and they're just putting a logo on them. We're we're taking the time to go through the product development and really test the product and make sure it's something that, you know, would be our favorite article of clothing in our closet. Um, because if it's not, then you know, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be asking people to buy something that we aren't passionate about and that we love. Um, so right. putting in the time yeah, to make sure we, it fits well and everything like that. Yeah. We, we test, we design and we test because we are the brand for entrepreneurs and with entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship, you know, that you gotta, like, you're going to sell something that you full heartedly believe in. Kyle and I aren't trying to sell anything that we would not, you know, wear ourselves. We wouldn't promote ourselves that we think is just a, you know, BS scam. This is, this isn't a pyramid scheme. It's not multi-level marketing. You know, we're doing this because we love this stuff. Um, and you know, we full heartedly believe in what this company's going to be. And, you know, this is why we're investing back into our, our consumer base. That's why we do what we do. Yep. But we're, yeah, we're, we're, we, we've started this from the ground up, you know, during a pandemic. Um, it, for me and, you know, at least for me and I'm sure for Kyle as well, like this makes for a, a hell of a story. You know, I'll look back on this. I'm going to tell like a war story one of these days. <laughs> uh, it was 2020 into 21. World was shut down, you know, we'll get into how Iron Pulse was born. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's already a great time, man. Oh, yeah. It's already a great time. But all in all, Kyle, you know, I, I think that what would you say that this would run as briefly? I, I, you know, my opinion, I think that people could expect to spend around anywhere 20 to 40, depending on how much you want for good, for good quality. Depends on how much research you do too. But right. if you want to go under 20, then I think that you're starting to flirt with um, some Lesser logos coming off. Stuff like that, yeah. Anywhere from <laughs> so, twenty to $40,000 is probably going to be, you know, a, that's what you can expect to pay uh, when you're when you're trying to produce um, custom premium quality apparel for your company. Yeah, I think that you said it well, man. I think that... Obviously, you know, with apparel as well, like you have the cost, the added cost of like photo shoots. If you want to rent a studio, whatever, you know, if you need somebody to take pictures, here's the great thing. I'm sure you have a smartphone. You've been outside or you have a backdrop in your house somewhere where you could take some nice photos, get some lighting and, you know, whatever the case may be. And uh, turn, make your own studio. Right. You don't need a professional studio to have great product images. Yeah. 
You can just be like Kyle and myself. We just take bad images. So why would we pay for? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we actually, we, we take, we have good photos. We, you know, Jordan and Mike uh, are great photographers, great videographers. And you got to network. Networking can do you wonders. Yep. Um, one last thing that we would like to mention is just advertisement. You know, social media advertising, uh, whether it be on like an actual social media platform, whether it be on like Google, like we talked about the search engines a little bit earlier. I'm not saying go out there and buy a billboard because that probably, you know, add too many expenses that you don't need right now. Be smart with it. Right. Be smart with it. Test the waters first. Maybe put 50 here, 50 here, 50 here. See the analytics. See what's driving customers to your website. See where your conversion rates coming from where the best bang for your buck is before you start throwing, you know, hundreds of hundreds of dollars here, thousands of dollars here, whatever the case may be, test the waters, figure out what platform is working best for you. And then from there, optimize. Yep. Okay. Anything you want to say about the social media piece, Kyle? Um, I don't think so. Just, you know, like Cam said, just stay organized with it all and Try to be creative with it. Yeah, and you know, with that, we could wrap it up here. If you like the Interfound Value in this particular episode or any other episode, we highly recommend that you check out our other episodes because they are pretty great. And you know, usually I'm fired up in those as well. Um, you, you can hear a motivational rant in one of those, but please share this with your friends, families. You know, all this sharing helps us out significantly. We're looking forward to being the go-to brand for you and the end-all, be-all. Um, you know, coming soon here, coming soon in May, a few more months, but be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook at Iron Pulse Athletics. If you prefer email, sign up for the Iron Pulse report. We give out free information that saves you time and potentially money. So every week, every single week, but who wants to save money these days? I don't know. People aren't driving to work anymore. Um, you can visit us and you can sign up at ironpulseathletics.com. And no matter what you do, remember, be all in. 